I am your host, Stevie. I am sick as all get out, so bear through this episode with me. But Jake Gyllenhaal cannot stop blinking. This is spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Character choice. This is spoilers. I know that wasn't the greatest spoilers in the world, but my stomach hurts. I can't stop sweating. So I'm going to try and get through this episode and make it enjoyable for our audience as much as possible. Stevie, this is your flu game, man. Dude, this is... My Larry Bird flu game. Gonna drop... Actually, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. That's Sorry. how sick he is. He doesn't remember who did the <laughs> I doesn't remember who did it. It was MJ. Was that... Stevie, are you an anti-vaxxer? No. <laughs> Scored 38 points in game five. Come on. Sorry. I feel like a failure now. Back in the days when the NBA was great. Do we have a full boat tonight? Full boat. Yep. Boat. Full boat. <coughs> that is awesome. This is our... This is our, what, third... Phil movie? Yeah, fourth. fourth. He's the new king of directors of spoilers. Tying Ridley Scott. Denny Villeneuve. <laughs> Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Um, okay, let's go around the table from... Let's go west to Eastus. And let's say your favorite... Let's go with this. What's your favorite Hugh Jackman movie? I think I already know Ooh. Pappy's. <sighs> this is Pappy. It's gotta be the greatest show. Gotta be the greatest Denver, show. Denver, Colorado. <laughs> and this is the greatest show. No, I fucking yes! hate that. I hate that movie. The soundtrack <laughs> is, so, is so good, dude. It's so it's good. so terrible. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'd have... Probably Logan is probably his best movie. Cabron, I don't even bro. like it that much. But I fell asleep during that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'll go, you know, I'll go greatest show, man. There I you like, go. It's the best Hugh Jackman movie because to think it's like the same guy who's doing that is the same guy who's beating up uh, special Paul Dano. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, me? Yeah. Wow. Probably. <coughs> um, I, I'm surprised Pap didn't say this is Hugh Jackman's best movie. This is by far his mm. best acted movie. I mean, he's amazing in yeah. this. Everybody's amazing I thought amazing we were saying this. favorite. Well, his favorite's oh, kind favorite? of best, isn't Favorite it? best? Well, this is same thing for me. Yeah. <coughs> usually after Mikey, yeah. This is Josh from Goshen. Uh, I think Prestige, by far, is my favorite of his. It's <sighs> a Stevie huge. favorite. I'm not <laughs> a huge fan of huge Ackman. Um, I, I don't... I mean, I think he's a good guy, and He's a decent actor, but meh. I'm pretty meh on him. And as far as Mikey's comments, him being great in this, he's pretty good, but he's kind of like a one... He had one speed. One note. Yeah, I, I, I highly differ, but that's... Where it. are they? <laughs> <laughs> like, Leonardo DiCaprio could have played that yelling stuff pretty well. He was supposed to. Oh, like Leo is married... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mary, yeah, I could never be settled down. But anyway, yeah, I'll pass it on over to Brett. Brett. Hey, yeah, this is Brett uh, from Fort Wayne, and my favorite Hugh Jackman movie by far is The Prestige. Nice, <sighs> Jordan. The Prestige. <laughs> if hey, you Stevie, say it, it I swear to God, just click <laughs> off now. <laughs> I'm not pressing spacebar again. Um, no, this is Jordan from uh, Durham, North Carolina, and I, yeah, it's it's uh, the prestige for me. I know it's a favorite of yours. Yeah, Stevie. nice. Yeah, it's so stupid. Christian Bale is so much better than Jackman. In yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. he is. I, but I like that movie. 
I do too. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Stevie hates it's it so much. Worst of both worlds, twins and clones. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> no, Stevie's more of an illusionist oh, guy. God. I really am. I love the illusionist. But that's <laughs> <laughs> good too. Solid movie. Um, I'm your host, Stevie, and my favorite is Prisoners. But I'm just gonna say the soundtrack to The Greatest Showman is so good. It's great workout music. Yeah, great workout music. Boys got some pipes. But uh, yeah, today we are going to spoil Prisoners, directed by Denny Villeneuve. I really don't like saying that name, but that's what it is. So <coughs> this movie starts out with Hugh Jackman's character, Keller Dover, and his son, Ralph, hunting what I imagine is just before Thanksgiving. Or Do you guys think it's Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, probably. Seems. I think to it'd be, be kind of hard to skin a deer and like get all the meat out, like from morning to like when like Thanksgiving lunch is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Also, you're banking on shooting a deer that yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, rough stuff. And Got to a lot of time aside for prayers too, as well. It takes a long time. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Yeah, like that deer's not going to run off because he's no, screaming forever. the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you guys think that was a dead deer that we saw get murked, or how do you think that was filmed? Special effects. Hmm. I don't know. I don't it looked know. like they kind of had a real dead deer in the trunk, too. I, I wasn't sure. If it's hunting, can they show that? Like, if it's legal? You want a dead deer? I can get you a dead deer in <laughs> yeah. half an hour. No problem, dude. That's Mikey's got his crossbow ready to go. <laughs> I would think there's got to be rules against doing that on film, but I'm not privy to that. I'm not sure. Would you be offended if they did shoot a real deer? I'd actually be kind of pumped about it. I would not be offended. As long as they use the meat. Exactly. As long as they use the meat and spread it out amongst the crap, amongst the, uh, amongst the cast. Brad, you, Brett, you wouldn't be for it? No, I, no, I said I wouldn't be offended at all. Oh, okay. I thought you said you would be. I was like, no, oh, man. There's way too many deer. Holy they, shit. They, deer have to be shot. <laughs> there's there's this deer. whole article on Wide Open Spaces about that scene, calling it the most realistic hunting scene ever in a Hollywood movie. And it goes into detail on how it was Do done. it, Pat. We got time. I thought it looked was good. Was it a real deer? It's a cinematic achievement. <laughs> it's like five <laughs> seconds long. I don't know. It did fool me, though, because I was trying to figure out, like, it didn't look like a fake deer. It didn't look CGI, I didn't think. So, I don't know. Even such famous films as The Deer Hunter, whose entire story is centered on hunting, gets it wrong. According to Annie Van Loan of Widespread Open Screens, that's how good the scene is. Maybe they trained that deer to just fall over. Hmm. I don't know. Domestic I'm not reading any more of this. That could be. But they, they There's an ad the- for the NRA on here. I'm down <laughs> the side. It's an ad for the NRA. Friends of the pod. But... Um, so this is where we're kind of figuring out that, uh, well, it's just we're kind of learning the character of Keller Dover. And Mikey, how would you describe him? Uh, Keller Dover is a survivalist. This is Hugh Jackman's character. <laughs> He's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, like I just finished watching the special features and 
Hugh Jackman said if Keller Dover was alive in the 60s, he'd be the guy with uh, a nuclear bunker. So that's this kind of guy. <laughs> you know the most important thing you ran ever taught me? Pretty much when the world goes to shit and everything fails, all you have is you and yourself. It's like, why are you telling this to like a fourteen-year-old kid? Damn, Dad, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I just what? shot a deer. Like, that why kid's here every time. <laughs> if that kid's gay, he's not coming out until he's like forty years old. With a dad like that. <laughs> His whole advice boiled down to be ready, and so it really sets the stage for like when stuff goes down be ready to like do the real shit like a man mm. and that's kind of like what hugh jackman does throughout this film torture special kids T- to the nth degree does what he feels <laughs> like he has to do to be a man he's so he's almost over the top like when it's to the point where his favorite song is the star spangled banner it's like okay yeah okay denny we know it. which way this guy votes i get like, it i get what you're trying to say <laughs> Very yeah, clear. he's kind of like a prude about like listening to live music. Like he's like, oh, not my thing. That's fancy boy stuff. Yeah. Something <laughs> basically. <laughs> the tradition of music carried down through <laughs> generations is fancy boy stuff. <laughs> you just have to imagine how crazy his dad was to like be like brought up with fat and have that instilled in you, and then trying to instill that in your son. That's a good mm-hmm. point. But it's Thanksgiving Day. Um, they live in the same neighborhood as the people they're walking over to. Um, I imagine a much more well-off and successful couple as far as like monetary goes. I think they're both veterinarians, right? Yep. Yeah, both veterinarians. Um, it's just your typical, I mean, average Thanksgiving Day. Um, parents kind of want to get drunk except for Keller. And um, the kids are kind of going off on their own. And the kids go out to walk, but they have to go out with their siblings. And they come across this RV, this shady-ass RV, just parked out in the neighborhood. Um, would you like? Would you guys have ran from this thing if you see it in your neighborhood? It's just kind of out of place. I mean, as someone who grew up like two blocks from a known meth lab, I mean... <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not going to... Dox yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of the house, but everybody knew Jordan it. Jordan, name names. No, I will not. <laughs> say his full name and we'll bleat out the last name. <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe that for a second. Hey, Josh, they bleeped Josh out my last name. I'm talking about. Yeah, we're already deep into edit territory here. It's fine. <laughs> Just say whatever you want. Brett the wouldn't kids... have run from the RV because he's not no. afraid of anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been afraid of an... I mean, at 14 maybe, but at 34, I'm not afraid of some RV. I got an, R- I got an RV parked out in front of my house like every other week. Ugh. 
Oh, that's creepy. You should probably take care of that. It might be. It's not, I mean, it you might should be Paul probably Dano call the authorities. He's like, it's mine. If it's Paul Dano, I'll be hanging out with them. <laughs> but the kids try to mess around with it. Their siblings get them off from it, and they go back, and they're just doing more Thanksgiving stuff. Thanksgiving is a long holiday. It's when you get to someone's house. It's honestly a ten-hour affair at some place. At least in my family. I don't know about you guys, but. <clears throat> the girls go to leave again to get their whistle to get Anna's whistle because she forgot it. And this is the inciting incident because they don't get their siblings. Then as time passes, Keller and his wife realize they can't find Anna. How or Joy. phenomenal is the sequence? Dude, like, well, describe I, it, Pap. I, I mean, I've seen this before, but like every time, like as the parents gradually grow more and more concerned and I'm not a parent but <clears throat> your heart just like freaking sinks and your stomach just drops as like oh I thought they would be here oh I thought they would be here mm-hmm. and then eventually there's like no more places where they could be and they come to the conclusion that their kids are missing like it's such a gut punch when it happens I mean Josh did this that has to bother yeah, it you sucks. Right? It's, it's horrible <laughs> it's like the worst thing it and I mistakenly chose Nocturnal Animals not too long ago. There's another Gyllenhaal movie about like child kidnap and family <laughs> invasion. It's just going to be a little rough, man. It's and I agree. I as much as I hated it and felt uncomfortable, uh, Villeneuve found a way to make this whole thing like really realistic, <laughs> and it's scary <laughs> as hell. It's horrible. It's especially gut wrenching when it's out in the rain. And Terrence Howard's character, Franklin, comes running out saying, I can't find them, just screaming and like near crying. It's obviously like a, a, a very panic mode. And they realize like this is very real. And that's when Ralph, who I can't remember son Ralph, who the actor's name is. Someone looked that up, but he's from Indiana. So Indiana oh, pride oh, nice. in this movie. Yeah. Dylan Minnette. Oh, the guy from 13 yes. Reasons Why? Yep. From Indiana. He, he remembers the RV. And Denis Villeneuve does something. Dylan. I can't say his name. <laughs> Dylan Man- Dylan Minette. Evans Dylan Indiana. Dylan Minette. Denis Villeneuve. But he does something very smart because they bring up the RV, which you're like, okay, like this is where we're going to go to next. And actually, this is where we get introduced to Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Detective Loki. Best Josh, name how would you ever? Yes. Josh, how would you describe Detective Loki? Happy Thanksgiving. Mm, thanks. Have you ever heard of those um, fortune cookie things? My boss told me cops don't like fortune cookies. Oh, what year were you born? Like, were you a dragon or a snake or a horse? Or I'm a monkey. Oh, you're a monkey. You're very intelligent. <laughs> you have an ability to influence people. I think maybe you could influence your boss to lower the check. <laughs> no, I cannot. My boss is a rooster. I don't know anything about his past, even after having watched the whole movie. But really? It's Gyllenhaal with a tattoo on his neck. Dope. And he's a police officer. He's kind of like a heightened position. So he's like some sort of detective. He's detective. a detective. Yeah. And he's got some autonomy. He answers to like one guy who's presumably the chief, but... I think the main thing early Cap- is yeah, Captain. They make a point to say like this guy's never lost a case, or he's he's found every beat he's gone after. So he's a genius. 
Yeah, but with detectives though, like if you solve every case, which is exact, which is what they said, that doesn't always mean you're finding people alive. No, and I think that's mm, why you're such a hard person to get right? along with. Like, you know, you can solve a kidnapping and a murder, but it doesn't mean you brought those people back alive. I mean, I don't want to, like, get mm-hmm. super dark, you know, but... No, we know how murder works. <laughs> oh, really? Kind of a one-way. Well, they even say something at the end of the movie, too, right? Like, after everything goes down, he's like, well, now I don't have to worry about losing you to some other agency. Like, yeah. he, he was planning on getting promoted really soon, mm-hmm. even out of this role. And I also got the sense of, like, everyone at the station wanted him gone, too, because he looks like, it seemed to me like no one at the station liked him. Mm. Like, he was just so focused on his job, and he didn't have a partner. He was just like very by himself and very, I guess, like in his own world throughout the entire movie. I don't He's think anyone act- Freemason. No one seems to act cold to him. They just seem to know like the scene where they interact him with him the most is maybe when he's like destroying his desk later in the movie. Mm-hmm. And like if you're one of those policemen, like I'm not walking across that room either. Like let that <laughs> dude have his time. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're like <laughs> afraid of him. Or they just like yeah. respect him so much they just know he's gonna get it done, so they don't need a Go to him for anything. Yeah. Is anyone here fiery. a Freemason? No. <laughs> no. All right. I just... Catholics and Freemasons are kind of like old old uh, enemies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> well, no, it just, I honestly don't know anything about Freemasons. I just know it's a secret society and there's a lodge in Elkhart's, all I know. But yeah, he's a pretty much a loner. Um, he's eating in a Chinese restaurant Thanksgiving night, and that's when he's alerted over to, um, there's an RV off one of the highways, and Pappy, how does this go down? He's parked over in a very creepy spot to park an RV at a gas station, like the kind of spot you park where nothing good's about to happen. (laughs) And, uh... Friends of the road. Yeah, Jake Joe, I don't Mm. know how the other, there's like a, in an AP... APB, yeah, out yep, for this yeah. this thing. So there, there's plenty of backup arriving uh, quickly. But Jake Gyllenhaal approaches the car, and Paul Dana like freaks out and throws it in reverse, and he almost gets shot by Jake Gyllenhaal. And had it not been for the backup that arrives, who's, pro- who's screaming, "Don't shoot! Don't shoot!" He probably would have been shot by Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it would have been a much different story. But instead, he floors it and crashes into a tree. Proving why he might shouldn't have a driver's license, as to Hugh Jackman's point. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's ten years old. <laughs> you know what? I was wrong with what I said a minute ago because mm-hmm. he interacts with his fellow policemen here a little bit too, and he shows like some bravery, I guess, when they're about to like go into the trailer for the first time, and he's like, "Let me do it." So, mm-hmm. I, I do think they respect him, like Mikey was saying. It's part of it. Well, like as soon as Paul Dano crashes, he he comes out of the RV and then. He arrests him, and then he's immediately giving orders to yeah. every police officer around him. So he's definitely yeah. pulling. Well, there's a scene everybody. later when they're in like the TV portion of the interrogation room, and the one guy is like, "Are we ever going to figure out any of this?" And he's like, "Jake Gyllenhaal basically is like, well, you can go fuck yourself." <laughs> <I'm> so pissed, <laughs> <laughs> just on edge the entire time. And he's definitely a bit of an asshole. I mean, even when he talks to like the the parents too, he just kind of keeps saying the same thing some of the time. 
Like, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's always the same shit. Yeah. What's your guy's theory behind the blinking? It's a fucking weirdo. I didn't notice he, that. He made it a point know. throughout the whole movie. Dude, I can't not notice it. Yeah. You guys I, crazy. I, asked pretty, I asked pretty about it. Like, that was like all his idea. So I think he just added, he thought it would add hmm. to his character. Like everything about his character, everything <laughs> about his character, be. he added himself pretty much. Yeah. So it's probably because he doesn't sleep. I thought there was a, both of the main actors kind of showed a wariness as the movie went on. So I buy mm-hmm. that, Mikey. Blinks more as he's more tire, tired. Stress. Yeah. But I, I'm not surprised at all that it was a choice by Jake Gyllenhaal. Like seeing that, I'm like, that's the most actor choice I've ever seen. I'm going to make him blink a lot. Like that's not something <laughs> a director or a writer would write to the character. Like apparently he spent six years in a, a boy's home as a kid. So he could have developed that nervous tick there. When he was getting touched by priests. Mm. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> he does bring it up. He does bring it up. Yeah. With the priest. Like that's like he a does. thing with his character. I wasn't he just does? throwing that out there. Yeah. Is that in the extended version? No, no. In the normal in the version. He even one. calls him a chicken hawk. No. Mm. A what? A chicken hawk. So what, let us non Catholics know what that means please yeah. <laughs> it's an older person typically referring to priests that prey on young boys or girls eee. like foghorn leghorn <laughs> like that Josh is he ever, a chicken hawk did they oh ever explicitly <laughs> say that he was a catholic priest yeah yeah. When when they, did they use the word catholics they use the word father they, no they see yeah, the, you see the, you see the church called don't fathers. you you see the church don't you it's like mm-hmm. saint something something yeah, yeah. There's a lot of saints and a lot of. I'm just saying. I don't think they ever explicitly well, said, said I it was grew up in a boys' home. And me taking within the text that it's a Catholic. Yeah, he yeah. said it's a Catholic boys. I think home. he goes. And me assumption. taking this out on you would bring me a lot of joy. But we're belaboring that point. Anyway. Yeah, just just wondering. It's he had the facts to back it up. Canon, Catholic. Canon, Catholic, touched by priests. Jake Killenhall is a nervous <laughs> tick because of it. Okay. <laughs> 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 so <Got it. laughs> this is what also in my favorite parts of the movie because I think Denis Villeneuve is really good at editing and kind of taking your attention away from certain things make you focus on other things even while dialogue is going and so I love the sequence of when uh, Loki is interrogating Paul Dano's character Alex and then they kind of go through the shots of them like sweeping and dusting the RV and kind of doing forensic stuff over it. I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but I thought it was really smooth and actually rather enjoyable to watch because he honestly could have just focused on Jill Hall and Dano the entire time. I just hmm. thought... Which was a pretty pretty interesting because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has his arm up against the wall, yeah, like cornering exactly. Paul Dano. <laughs> and he's just like cowering in a corner. And Jake Gyllenhaal is like so scary <laughs> in this movie. He's... Clearly a, a psycho, a psycho. You know, cop. it's weird. He's kind of playing the opposite role he was in Nocturnal Animals mm-hmm. when Michael yeah. Shannon was the dude, almost in that same exact pose with a guy up against the wall, about ready to beat his ass. Yeah, this one was first though, right? Yeah. So Michael Shannon was playing him. Sure. Michael Shannon plays no man. <laughs> <He's ever lived laughs> I before. agreed. Agreed. Okay, take me again. I don't recognize these girls. I didn't see them. They got sit down. What do you do in the RV? Answer my question. I sleep there. You sleep in there. You were sleeping out there? 
Mm -hmm. in the day. Why was the RV parked outside the house? Mm, I went for a drive. You went for a drive? You weren't driving. I know for a fact those girls were playing outside your RV. You weren't driving. It was parked. It was a special day. Were you planning on taking two little girls? No. Have you done that before? No. Did you ask him to come inside? No. You asked him to come inside the RV and then you take him away? No. Did you put those girls somewhere? Yes, he Come on. Did you put those girls somewhere? Don't touch me. I know you put those girls somewhere. Mm. You hide them? No. How'd you hide them? Do you tie them up? Mm -mm. Do you tie them up? Mm -mm. Uh huh? Hey. 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 Look, I know you're a good guy, right? I know you're a decent guy. Mm. I'm not trying to tell you you're doing anything bad. I'm just trying to get the right answers out of you, okay? The real ones. That's all I want. Where do you usually park your RV, Alex? My aunt's house. Your aunt's house. She lets me park it in the backyard, the grass. Don't grow back there anymore. So Loki goes to Alex's aunt's house where he presumably lives and kind of learns the history of the family as to that she's actually his aunt. They adopted him. They had a child. They lost to cancer. And that her husband uh, ran away five years ago, just went up and left. And then as we move on, Nancy and Franklin aren't doing well. Keller is still somewhat normal until Loki arrives at his house. Uh, Brett, how would you describe their relationship like starting off to this movie, Loki and Keller? Uh, well, they don't, it's like the first half of the movie, they don't have a lot of interaction. Actually, my favorite one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie is their first meeting. Which is this one. Him. He's screaming at him. He's like, he's like, I'm going to need you to calm down. Uh, I don't know. They are obviously at odds and they have different. Uh, Hugh Jackman's like, a, I'm going to get things done. Out, even if I have to go outside the law. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like, <laughs> tries to follow the by, by the book, I guess. Is that, it's, it's pretty contentious pretty much throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So. And they were, I thought they were really good together with every scene they were in. So, well, there's no reason the cop should want a civilian to like get on a case. Right. So, like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think in his mind, Hugh Jackman could or would help him in any way. So he, he's going by the book, but in the, I, I do think he goes beyond the book though, as we see in the movie. Like, he's constantly breaking into houses and I, he well, gets like, yeah, he breaks into like four houses. I think that's the main thing. He's also in a bend the rules too because Hugh Jackman later requests to keep Paul Dano, which I don't think we've mentioned that his character's name is Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Is- <laughs> oh, I got a line there. There go after child abductors. <laughs> but-, <laughs> but yeah, he, he asks them to extend him another day and Jake Gyllenhaal goes to the chief or whatever and it's like, it tries to like make that happen, but it's unsuccessful. So he's trying to even help out uh, cower a little bit. Hugh well, Jackman. in the in the first <laughs> couple of scenes that they interact in, I'm guessing that um, Hugh Jackman's character is probably, or sorry, Keller Dover is probably still a pretty prime suspect. Like, yeah, a lot of times they look to close relatives first. So, for all he knows, like he's still a suspect here. He's not going to tell him all the stuff that he thinks he knows. And I don't know if any of the houses he broke into, other than the last one, he didn't have probable cause to go in. I'm with you so. on that, Brad. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if I would consider it breaking in. I mean, with with the the father for sure. That's that. I think that's probable cause right there. He looked dead. Uh, I don't know if he, he, the abandoned house. Uh, but I then he asked him permission to look there around. Was one line here. It was like a joke. What's that, Mikey? 
Oh, no, there was just one line here, because we said his name is Alex Jones, that Jake Gyllenhaal says, Alex Jones has the IQ of a 10-year-old. <laughs> so I'm yeah. hoping we can, like, cut that, <laughs> cut that out and play that on Instagram. <laughs> Alex Jones, unfortunately, has the IQ of a 10-year-old. That's a good cat. Yeah, so the relationship goes off, like, on a just a terrible foot. And I have one question that's not really important, but... So the mom in this movie... Uh, Anna's mom, Claire Dover's wife, is like much out of the picture for this movie. Yeah. Um, me and Lauren talked about. It. Do you think she suffered from depression like before this ever kicked off? Oh yeah. L- yeah, looks like it. Mm-hmm. She had all those pills around. She had all those pills around. I don't think she had a job, so Keller probably had to provide pretty much everything. She's living yeah. with a guy that's preparing for the end of the world. Every day. <laughs> I mean, that's going to wear on anyone. Well, but I think she's also kind of like enabling it too, because there's one scene where uh, the actress Maria Bello she has, she has a great performance where she's just screaming like, "Why can't you bring her back?" Mm-hmm. Which is just an absurd thing to put on your partner in that circumstance. You said you could protect us. Yeah, like, yeah, what? that was that was she's, cold. That she's was stupid. Up, yeah. That was some yeah. cold Catholic guilt right there. <laughs> that's awesome so loki goes on a sex offender hunt after pretty much telling his is his captain his boss because i mean they really don't like each other it's i think it's his boss but i think uh pappy kind of mentioned it earlier i think he feels like he can get away with it because everyone knows up. that he's moving up yeah so like his life will probably change at the end because mm-hmm. him screwing up so bad with that guy killing himself yeah, so he's it's like telling probably, him to like yeah. f off throughout the entire movie, and he goes on a sex offender hunt. Um, <coughs> he's going, you know, pretty much all around these sex offenders. There's nine in total, and he ends up at a priest who looks like he's passed out on the floor. Jordan, what do we discover? Uh, he discovers that the fridge has been moved, and it covers up like a secret basement area that Jake Gyllenhaal almost kind of walks into. There's like no stairs; it just would drop him about twelve feet. Luckily, mm. he doesn't. That would have broken uh, an ankle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. End of movie. Stuck in a, in a different kind of pit. Um, and yeah, so he goes, he ends up jumping down in there and he finds a zombified, not zombified, but like a rotting Mom- corpse. Mummified. A completely rotted corpse. <laughs> no, mummified means you're like wrapped up. He, I don't know if he was wrapped. I think he was just He dead was wrapped like up in rot- some old rags, out. dude. Those was clothes he? were old. A spooky skeleton. Does this yeah. take place in Detroit? Like, are there just a bunch of Pennsylvania. holes? Pennsylvania. Are there just a bunch of holes in the ground where to store people and things? Is that like common? That was just in- a basement. That was a basement connected to the church. He took Other- out the stairs mm-hmm. without yeah. stairs, and then there's the hole under the car. That's there's only two he- holes. There's Hugh- yeah. there's Hugh Jackman's whole side house that he That's has. Not a hole. It's just a house. Yeah. It's weird, man. What are all these places? <laughs> Pennsylvania is weird, complex. man. That's not a hole, man. <laughs> Yeah. Holes, bro. They're people. Holes. Everybody is the holes, people of Pennsylvania, right next to the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Only two. So it's yeah. a lot of holes. Upon <laughs> More than I've ever been in. Um, <laughs> Loki arrests arrests the, arrest the priest, and this is where I'm led to believe that he was touched as a kid. But you guys can agree or disagree with that. Um, Christ, where was I? So the search continues on. And at this point of the movie, Alex Jones is being let out of holding. Who wants to describe this next sequence of events? Is this where uh, Alex uh, or uh, Hugh Jackman confronts yeah. Alex in the parking yep. lot? Yeah. So uh, Hugh Jackman is super pissed off because Alex Jones is getting out of jail. 
And they don't have any evidence to hold him there for longer than two days, so he's getting out. And Hugh Jackman is running down to the police station, and he sees him in the parking lot, and he's surrounded by news people and cameras and everything. And he, like, starts beating the shit out of uh, Paul Dano's character. And Good for him. Paul Dano, <laughs> Paul Dano says something weird uh, while he's getting the shit kicked they out of him. They didn't cry until I left them. Yeah. That's some weird shit. He says shit. something super yes. ominous. And Jackman just flips out because he's like, oh, okay, this is evidence here. And then he uh, just starts beating on him as hard as he can. And then he gets pulled off. And then he uh, <laughs> ends up in the, uh, not the precinct, just like in the, uh, in captain's, the captain's office. office. Getting, getting talked yeah, to. Yeah, which, I mean, this is a pretty big deal just to like assault a suspect. Like he was getting let out, who obviously has special needs. Not a great look. But this is also the turning point for uh, Hugh Jackman's character, Keller, because this is when he decides that, like all superheroes, something needs to be done. And him and Loki also have no connection anymore. They just hate each other. <laughs> um, but I was watching the behind the, behind the scenes of like how they were shooting this, and I think the acting in this movie was just brilliant because... Denny Villeneuve, um, which Paul Dano and Hugh Jackman were kind of going through the motions of what was going to happen. And Paul Dano and Hugh Jackman were like joking throughout these sequences, like laughing with each other and just talking and like joking with one another. And then like a minute later, they said action and then they just flip a switch. So I just thought the acting in this movie was brilliant. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. And they weren't method acting too. They weren't method acting, which I appreciated. It can so be much. done. It wow. can be done. Jordan loves method acting. He wasn't just punching Paul Dana in the face, actually, over and over. <laughs> no. Nope. You guys saying that wouldn't have been entertaining? Like, I don't understand your guys' point here. <laughs> no, my point is they could interact with each other on set and not call each other by the characters' names. They could be normal people and then go acting like their jobs tell them to do. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's just in the bathroom smashing sinks with a hammer, getting ready for his role. Sharpening his Wolverine claws. If you watch the behind the scenes of this movie, like on mute, actually just watch it, like, yeah, if you watch it on mute, you thought this movie, you think this movie would be a comedy. Mm. Like, they are just laughing the entire time. And then they just flip switches. It's very fascinating to watch. For a second, with all the all the but, sink damage, I thought it was going to be a, a sequel to a Walk Hard. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for more sinks. Rated R for sink brutality. <laughs> but after finding out what um, Alex says to Hugh Jackman's character, Detective Loki goes over to Alex's aunt's house, Holly, and Holly's obviously coaching him throughout that entire interview. And even after she leaves the room, he's just scared to death. So, after this all takes place, it's kidnapping time. It's time to kidnap a suspect. Jingle bells, this smells, rock and play today. Alex. That's all. Did you hear those words? Hmm. Happy, did you like this sequence? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just really hate Hugh Jackman for for doing it. It becomes really apparent that, you know, Paul Dano is probably not all the way there. Mm-hmm. I think what's genius about it, though, 
is on this scene in particular and on every scene where they have an interaction there's some like weird wispy clue that Paul Dano leaves around that like <laughs> yes, you can't yeah. put your finger on it and mm-hmm. it's not completely damning but you know in the back of your mind like what the heck does this he guy knows. know? And this one, it's like he hangs the dog for like yeah, a second. I thought that, that was the scariest part. Was weird, like, yeah, it's fucked up. There's mm-hmm. that, and then the, he's singing the, the same song that the girls were singing, the Jingle mm-hmm. Bells, but with the Batman smells and the Robin laid the eggs first. So because this movie goes so back and forth, there's like, oh, Paul Dano didn't did it. He's dumb. Then he just hangs a dog, and you're like, oh, he's sinister. And then he's singing that song. Mm-hmm. You think the yeah. dog hanging thing was kind of cheap though? No. Yeah. I just don't think it really... That's like the first sign of abusers, though, is they'll abuse animals. Yeah. And plus, he's been pumped full of LSD his entire life. Yeah. He's probably thinking some weird stuff at this point. His brain is fried. I just think after the film, I feel like it's a it was a cheap trick, but I'm not... Like it's too uh, like it's too obvious. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, but like it also doesn't seem to go along with his character like you find out later. I mean, yeah, he's a little kid, but it's I'm obviously not. supposed to be like, I don't know... Not, I don't know the terms you guys know, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I to be fair, I was gonna say MacGuffin, but I don't think that's the right thing. But to be fair, Brett, that's the only moment that you see his character where he's not by somebody he's afraid of. You that's true. I mean? It's the yeah. only second where he's alone, and then this is like kind of his true colors, or what's you know been imprinted on him after years of being kidnapped. Like other times, he's got people on his face. Yeah, like he's being controlled by the like grandma lady the entire movie or by the other guy, the entire movie. And so like, this is the only chance to show like some control over something else, some other like living being. So I think that's a good, like you said, like his true colors. I think this movie is like Brigsby bear, but if it was actually showing you in Brigsby bear, what was happening in real life, it's Brigsby bear. Oh God. It's <laughs> Brigsby bear. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Dano is Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do look kind of alike. <laughs> so Keller, um, his dad, after or maybe before he committed suicide, left Keller this kind of would you call it an apartment complex? Something like that. Or, was it just kind of like a boarding house with a bunch of different apartments? I, couldn't tell. I thought apartments. it was an apartment at first, but then I thought it was maybe like just like a big house. I couldn't tell. I think that's where. Brett and I lived in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he uses this as a place to store Alex Jones out of sight. And then he goes and grabs Franklin, Terrence Howard's character, and he's like, hey, bro, come check this out. And Franklin is not having yeah, I'd any. Be really, I'd be really it. mad, by the way. That's, uh, I'd be so upset. That's pretty cold. And it was so cheap of Hugh Jackman's character, Keller, to be like, think of our children. Yeah, no, it was definitely yeah. bad. Andy didn't tell him before he was like incriminated on yep. the prevenance. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to tell you, just going to show yeah, that's you. Fucked up, Brett. Exactly. Brett, you just rewatched The Office, right? Or you watched it? I'm watching it. Do you remember the episode of the Booze Cruise where Michael tells everyone to like bring a change of clothes and skiing and suits? I don't know where they're going. It's basically what he does to him. He's like, Why do I have a change of clothes? He's like, You'll see. Yep. You'll Pretty see. much, yeah. The Booze Cruise, yeah. You might get some blood on it. Except them. it's not as jovial because they're kids didn't just get kidnapped that's like, true yeah. like Not what do you think terrence howard character is thinking like something's going on here <laughs> well i also think his character's always been kind of like the edge about keller he's like yeah i love keller but he's kind of a weird dude at times he said some stuff that doesn't make a whole lot of sense mm. 
And then he goes and do- I got that. Then he goes and like does something like this, and it's like, geez. And you can tell like he's super uncomfortable. And Keller's like, no, 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 come here. You hold him while I just beat yeah. him over and over again. He'll talk. Oh my god, what, what did you do, Keller? What did you heard him sing the same song they were singing on Thanksgiving. Swear to God, Franklin, the same fucking song. And I told you what he said in the parking lot. Then we take him to the police. No, no, no. Police won't do shit. He'll just clam up and act crazy like he did last time. Someone has to make him talk. Someone. Shit, man, this, this ain't right. I mean, what, what if you're wrong? I'm not wrong. What, what if you're wrong? What if, what if you only heard what you wanted to hear? What, what if... Man, I want my daughter back as much as you do, but Frank! it ain't right! Frank! Yeah, Terrence Howard is really good in this movie. He plays like a, uh, I mean, he's not meek or anything. He's still coward, so desperate trying to find his daughters, and he'll, he'll do anything. But he's not going to do this, and he's like really at a crossroads, mm-hmm. and he's he's really much more of a regular friend. guy, whereas he's oh, yeah. yes. kind of a stereotype. He's so far on the yeah. extreme. I, I would say for any of our listeners, though, when you're faced with a situation, that's a must call the cops situation. Definitely. You 100%. don't double down. Yeah, you call the cops double right away. See, I think Kelly would try to murder him right afterwards. Maybe. But what if what if the <laughs> cops aren't as good or as good looking as Jake Gyllenhaal, though, man? It's kind of a toss-up. You don't know if you're getting mm. a Gyllenhaal or not. It's a good point. <sighs> I've never seen a cop that looks like Jake Gyllenhaal in my entire life. <laughs> That doesn't exist. <laughs> so this is when Loki starts to do his real detective work. <coughs> Sorry, coughing fits are coming. Just get used to it. <laughs> so in the beginning, this RV that Alex Jones was in, I imagine with his Aunt Holly at that time, was parked outside this house. Um, did you guys pick up on it right away what that house meant? Like, did you think it could be a clue to something else? Because the lady who used to live in that house had her child kidnapped and then moved. That's when he goes to visit her at the other house. Did you guys make a connection at all? I did not realize that. Is that supposed to be Paul Dano's old house? Old house? Yeah, that was Paul. Yeah, that was Paul Dano's old house. He was waiting to see his mom, but she had moved at that point. Oh, because he didn't know any other house. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So that's why he was parked outside of it in the beginning. He just goes there all the time. There's a really great long cut in the beginning that goes like from the RV. It holds on until it's parked. Then it doesn't cut again until we get to the Do- get to the Dover house. Yeah, I got that it was his house, but I guess I didn't yeah. understand that he was just. That's why he was there. But yeah, that's why he was there. He was waiting for his mom to come. That makes home. sense. Oh. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and she's still depressed about you know the child getting kidnapped, and she's convinced that. You know, same person that took her kid are the same people that took the daughters. So then we get back into... Actually, Brett, you'll like this part. We get back into the precinct, and the father is describing what uh, this crazy dude said to him in the basement. That's why he killed him. What did he say, Brett? The father. Uh, the priest. Oh. What did he say the bad man said? It's why he killed uh, him. Because he was waging a war against God. And waging a war against God. <laughs> <laughs> CV rest his case. <laughs> One more time for the next one. against God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's so, what this movie's about. It's pretty obvious. This movie's <coughs> jumping all over the place. The beatings continue. Do that pregame hijack, it's, though, for Brett. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Right, do you not think it's about that? Because Stevie does. I just like to hear you guys talk about that. Because Brett seems pretty. I think it's about good versus evil. It. I I think just because it was said twice by two different people doesn't mean the movie's about that. I think Stevie's vague thing about it being about good and evil is a lot more apt and accurate for this. I just just think you guys like you see ear hoof prints. You guys immediately talk zebra. And not horse. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> no, I think uh, two hooves say You think of Tim Curry in the movie legend. Day. Up down, there's so much room. <laughs> yep. The best Satan, Brett. The best Satan. Yeah. There's not, there's not so, a lot of good ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. Uh, so the beatings continue. Not a whole lot of fun to watch. Um, and that's when Franklin goes to like the vigil that's taking place outside their homes and has a panic attack, I'm guessing, because he's super conflicted at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I think Terrence Howard is probably the most normal character in this movie, like the character that anyone could identify Which with. Which is a great think, scene, too. He's just being I think torn the apart. Mom, I think Viola Davis was a little bit for me because she had like, she she's had such a, little a bit good of a, actress. She had like a little bit of a hard part when she first saw him but she was also mm-hmm. the most level headed like when when yeah. Hugh Jackman's in there and he's his adamantium claws <laughs> come out she's like put those away Wolverine <laughs> <laughs> so at the vigil enters like main suspect number one at this point actually suspect number two so we get this creepy looking dude placing a teddy bear at the, teddy bear at the vigil played by <laughs> that looks super out of place played what? by yeah, who's this guy? I know what he's from. I don't know his name. He's from. Uh, he's the guy in the Dark Knight. When uh, yeah, and, 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 oh and yeah, Ant-Man, yeah, yeah, Chef. yeah, and Ant Man. Yeah, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. I said I knew what he's from. I didn't know his name. He's, he's David yeah. Dash <laughs> McLean. His agent must be like, I got the creepy guy for you. You need a creepy looking guy. <laughs> got you. You need a creepy guy. Check he's this a- out. Okay, but oh, he's yeah. banking in on that because oh, he's been in some really good movies. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So he's a Villeneuve guy. Uh, hmm. Oh, he's in 12 Monkeys, the TV series. <laughs> so, Jordan, what goes down with this guy here, with him and Loki? The guy realizes that he's being watched by the the detective, and he kind of, like, sinks back into the crowd. And they have a pretty cool um, kind of foot chase, but the guy clearly knows what he's doing, and he kind of... <laughs> at one point, he hides... In what, like a treehouse? And yeah, there's no way he climbed down that on top that of quickly <laughs> from a treehouse, Marv. I don't know. I mean, Gyllenhaal kind of stopped for a while and he was trying to look for him, and then he jumps down on top of him <laughs> from the treehouse. I don't know. I, that scene was there's really a funny. Tie to me. In. There's a tie-in here though, because when he goes to look for Paul Dano uh-huh. inside the trailer, he had like really quickly hidden in that like above cabin thing. Yeah, so true. I mean, if these the guy, kids were raised in a maze, fighting for their life every day, like that's maybe, true. That's such a good. Maybe point. they can hide pretty quick. He escaped the maze, Josh. I didn't even make that. Well, connection. that guy snuck into the people's houses and was stealing shit too, and like nobody really noticed. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're already are, are so we there. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not till we he starts sneaking that's the later. in the houses yeah. yet. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we were because we're forty four minutes in, but jumping ahead, we're not really. We're only halfway. <laughs> I, this is a long movie, fellas. So I'm sorry. sorry I'm just trying Brett. to flush it out and get your guys' thoughts Podcast on Podcast is forever. Tonight's just tonight, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
So, and I promise you, trivia will be a super letdown. Just detectives out there, if you guys are paying attention, you'll get it right away. So, <clears throat> so Franklin's sitting at home with wife, Nancy, and he sees in the TV of what the actual suspect looks like. And he's like, oh, geez, what have we done? And so, it's been five days. Um, and Franklin's super torn. And he just, like, breaks down. And tells Nancy. And Nancy arrives at uh, Keller's doorstep. And she's like, what have you done? Then immediately goes, let me see him. What have we got in our hands? (laughs) (laughs) She's great. (laughs) Did you guys think she was going to go like full out mama bear at some point and just start like whipping him with her purse or something? I did. (laughs) What the hell were you thinking? Did you? I want to see him. She's pretty terrifying at that door. Yeah. Like, don't mess around with you all day, this. And so back to the torture chamber, she, like, wants to get a look at Alex, who's handcuffed to the bottom of this sink and just has a burlap sack over his head. And when she, like... Takes that burlap sack off his burlap sack off his head. Jeez, I'm sorry. Um, he is just broken. Like he has broken eye sacks, like broken eye man. sockets. Definitely a broken jaw. Broken Did nose. Anyone lol besides me at this kind of reveal of his face? <laughs> I know. I, I, no, I said. You I said gross. <laughs> little, little bit. Oh, God. What's the dude from the Goonies? Uh, Sloth. <laughs> So, Viola Davis, Nancy, is trying to plead with him, and she uncuffs him or unties him, and homeboy just tries to escape immediately, shoves her aside, breaks a window, and Hugh Jackman, that's the last straw. He's like, I already haven't tortured you enough. Let Let me devise this terrifying hot water chamber that just burns all your skin off. And like sensory deprivation like on top of it. How did he not die? Well, he said it could also be cold water too. So, Steve, you lay out the whole torture here. But he He, only only saw him using the hot, bro. We only saw smoke. It was terrifying. He sets it up like those screams. I can't hurt him anymore without killing him, so I'm going to spray boiling water all over him now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he puts Paul Dano <laughs> in a slow cooker. Crockpot. And he continues. <laughs> continues so when he it. also gets yeah. this new torture device and he goes back and grabs Franklin and Nancy again, this is when they're like, hey, like we're all cool with you, cool with you holding this Punches kid. Punches to the face are one thing. <laughs> burning his skin off is another, pal. <laughs> there's this great moment, beautifully acted moment where um, – Keller tells Franklin, like, you know what? If you want this to end, here's a hammer. You tear it out and let him go. And he's legitimately going to, like, take off that plywood and let Alex go. And that's when Nancy gets involved and she's like, no, think of our children. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was, like, hoping the entire time he was just going to tear down that plywood. Yeah, me too. 
I was like pleading with him from my from my couch, just tear it down. But nonetheless, she was like, you know what? We're gonna pretend we were never a part of this. And Keller's probably gonna kill him, so good for him. Kind of a day ruiner <laughs> so, if you let him out. Cause then you're gonna have to like take him to the hospital, answer a bunch of questions, like that's your whole day, shot. Yeah, it's kinda your whole day. Yeah. <laughs> your whole day. You don't have a you don't have an end plan. <laughs> you gotta talk to the cops. Exactly. You're gonna wait in the lobby, it's, like think coffee about there you know, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Loki's back at the Dovers, and this is when he realizes that Keller is a psychopath. Uh, his wife takes him down into the quote-unquote shop, where he has like gas masks and a hundred cans of corn and infinite water and a ton of pounds of lye and just everything you can imagine for the end of the world. I have a question. This is when Loki. I have a question for the spoilers, yeah. guys. Would any of you? If you had, if money was no object, be doomsday preppers. Sure. No. No. You said yes, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. I think it's okay to be prepared, but he had like he was he had like you ammo. know he had like ammo containers. Yeah, you know he had an arsenal down there somewhere. I also don't think anything he did in this movie implies that he's a psychopath. I know you're. I don't know if you're probably just over exaggerating, but no. Neat tucked no, rows I mean, no, of I- batteries for your like backup generator and like tons of. It's weird. I'm just showing. I'm just explaining like, the extremism yeah, of him. Like, I figure, I, he's a very extreme person. Yeah, no, I, I, I figure that's like, what you meant. But I'm, I'm just saying. There's yeah. just something, just something a tad mm-hmm. off with him. That's all. Like, and his dad's suicide obviously didn't help things. I just don't understand how doomsday prepping could even do anything. Like, it's just such a, like. How can what's what's Hugh Jackman gonna do? Like, fight people off with all his guns in whatever Western Pennsylvania and survive the nuclear holocaust? I just, I don't know. I have no respect for the people who do that. It seems so dumb. Watches I Am Legend once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like reasonable to maybe this have is like it. a this is my water life. supply or like some canned foods for like a prolonged period. That's different. But like pep- yeah. That's yeah. different than. You- I think I would just build a bomb I think shelter. He had like homemade pipe bombs down there just for He's safety. He's ready for like his own personal war. Yes. That's the only reason I was calling him a psycho, Brad. If it's his like, castle was sieged, he knows exactly how long his family... Like, and it's can- also frustrating with someone like that whose family is strapped for money. And, like, he's putting all of their money into doomsday prepping. <laughs> and not... Like, that's not and responsible. And not renting out his dad's house, either. Yeah, so that's not responsible. Sorry, kid. Mm-hmm. His kid yeah. wants a car. Can't have a car. He's we like, need no, mo- we have to have money for more lye next week. We need more week. condensed milk. Lye supply is Like, low. that's the reason he's a psychopath to me, and he's not responsible to his family. <laughs> that's all I'm getting at, because being responsible to him was, like, doomsday prepping, and not actually taking care of his family. Yeah, he, he constructs a, Good point, like a full cage, an unbreakable cage for that kid, and what like an hour and he can't like he can't, can't fix can't it he can't fix up place. those apartments cost a fortune <laughs> yeah. no he can't fix it up because it'd be too painful for him the memories let, let me go buy some copper pipe that's cheap no shit that's all I'm saying so <coughs> Loki begins to think like something is amiss with Keller because he's like every time I'm over here he's never here and so the next uh, sequence of events are a lot of fun to watch. Mikey, what goes down? This is when Keller's trying to go back to the apartments. Oh, uh, yeah. Loki uh, decides to tail <laughs> Keller. Um, so 
he follows him, and uh, Keller has been parking into, into a liquor store parking lot and then walking over to his uh, apartment building. And so he pulls over into the parking lot, and Loki is kind of... He chooses the worst spot to, to uh, scope out Keller in this situation, <laughs> in the middle of the street. And he parks his car, and there's a dump truck that... Uh, Pulls up behind him and starts honking <laughs> so he can get out of the way. Hey, Matumbo, out of the shit! <laughs> and Loki is. <laughs> yeah, and Loki's like, go around, go around, and totally blows his cover. And Keller notices Loki, and so he uh, turns around and goes into the liquor store and grabs a bottle of uh, booze. And Loki goes and parks off on, into the side parking lot, and then they meet up and good, in uh, good scene. Loki's cop it's kind car. of amazing to think yeah. of for like such a sublime scene such as this one. <laughs> They went through the trouble of like renting out a dump truck and a driver for the dump truck, and that's like on a on a crappy day like that. I don't know. Just thinking about the filming, then mm-hmm. adding rain, then adding yeah, snow, exactly. Just kind of like the build up a progression, which is like Denny Villeneuve talked about that in behind the scenes, how he wanted a, like a build up a progression. So like the rain was light with him going up to Keller, and then it got heavier, and then when Keller started approaching the car, then it started to snow. Mm. So he wanted like an he wanted an atmospheric buildup for it. Why are you following me? Where are you going just now? Part of the liquor store. I have a bottle of liquor. You're the shit hot detective. Work it out. Actually, man, before that, you were uh, walking in the opposite direction, across the parking lot, towards Campella Street. I haven't had a drink in nine and a half years. I figured if I walked around the parking lot for a while, by the time they opened, I'd stop wanting it that bad. And then, uh, then I saw you. Sort of helped me make up my mind. There's a bag of lye in your basement. It's half empty. Your wife thinks you've been helping us. We both know that's not true. I used the lie to bury our dog last year. And helping the cops sounds better than I've been driving aimlessly in my truck because I don't know what the fuck else to do. Is that what we were doing last Saturday night? Probably. Am I a suspect? No, no, I'm only asking. I'm only asking because you assaulted a man who's now missing. And it also helps that those, those windshield wipers are going the whole time, so it's like you're... I don't know. It's just really awesome sound effect to be like sitting in the car with Loki right, and that discussion was fantastic. Feels like too. You're in there. Wolverine yeah. just it's, chugging these guys whisk. Are <laughs> 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 a drink in nine and a half years. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> Which do you guys think that Keller had some issues with alcohol in the past? Sounds like it. Made it sound like I, it. Yeah. I think what he said was true about the nine and a half years. Yeah. yeah, it's probably why the kid was so mad about him drinking. And I and think he stopped once the once the daughter was born. She's not nine years old, is she? No, yeah, she's not nine. No, but I, okay, I think it's something yeah. to do with the mom's depression. You think so? For some reason, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Very hmm. true, but yeah, that discussion got heated, and both those pe- uh, both the actors act their ass off, and so. 
Let's see what happens next. Okay, yeah. So Keller's even angrier and drunker at this point because he couldn't go back to the the torture chamber that he created. So he creates the illusion that he goes home that goes immediately back to more torture. (laughs) He's like, listen, pal, I was just almost caught. You're going to (laughs) fry. I don't have much time left with you. I got to Mel Gibson you quick. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do some passion in this room real quick. And so... Loki doing more detective work realizes that Keller um, owns those that apartment where he was walking to, and he go he breaks into this place. Was that legal? Even though it was like a crack dungeon. No, I mean it was. If he has, up. I mean again, probable cause is kind of a uh, gray area because yeah. he thinks the kid. He thinks at this point Keller is guilty. Right. So like if he, it's probably it's a moral gray area. I'd imagine so. Mm-hmm. Probably illegal, but he could probably get off if he again. He who knows what kind of probable cause he had or said he had. So I think Jake Gyllenhaal knows what's up because he knows that uh, Paul Dano is missing. Mm-hmm. He's been missing for like the same amount of time as the girls mm-hmm. now at this point, minus two days. And so I think he's put two and two together like real quick, and he's just trying to confirm that Jackman has Dano up and that building and he's got to think too all he's got to do then is if he does find paul dano uh say on the report oh i just heard screams right. from outside mm-hmm. or something like that and then he's good yeah because hugh jackman's character keller being so quick thinking goes he thinks i'm a drunk at this point i'm just gonna pretty cool. yeah. i just going to pretend to be asleep that was pretty cool that was quick he was quick that's probably the best thing he could have done yeah what is so. that movie where brad pitt like hides in a closet and gets it shot in the Bur- face. Burn after reading. Burn yeah, after reading. My least favorite <laughs> Cohen brothers. Easily fallen into that sort of scenario. <laughs> and so Keller's trying to show Loki around the place. And they're both taking jabs at each other. And just as about to he's about to find Alex, a phone call comes in. Deus ex And Machina. they found Yeah, exactly. They found Bob Taylor. And Brett, how would you describe Bob Taylor's place? This was suspect number two. Uh, gosh, it just was wrong, like, immediately. Um, there was a yeah. rotten, rotting dead pig in the sink, flies Ugh. everywhere. And then you Ugh. go and... I th- Making dinner. Maze wallpaper, though. Think about the set designer who did that. Those were hand-drawn. Yeah, I might not have noticed. What was it? It was all mazes going up and like, every inch of the walls were mazes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Those were all hand drawn by the set designer. So then, like his bedroom, I, I, I immediately thought, are those uh, those are the things you put snakes in, right? Like snake charmer. Are they? That's what I feel like I usually see those used for. I mean, they could be. Used for- I always thought they came in a woven basket. <laughs> now, if you're in a third world country, but. That's where I see snake charmers. Yeah, but there's <laughs> people here. But they could just be regular totes. But <laughs> Brett, yeah. so this I, I got to ask you if you're describing the scene. Do you get the plot and what's actually happening here with this character? Because I feel like it gets a little confusing here. That's what I told I Brittany. I said like there was like a five minutes part, five to ten minutes of the next like five ten minutes where I said, man, I just got really confused. Like, I think they explain it a little bit later, but they used a lot of pronouns and like, it kind of threw me off a little bit with the mazes in the, the author of the book and him getting kidnapped yeah. and him running away. It just, a lot of pronouns used 
to talk about a couple people. So D- does any does anyone feel qualified to like some like what's this character's role? Like I think this guy was definitely a pervert. He was just like fetishizing his or he was just like living out his fantasies without right. like kind of doing anything. He was play acting. Yeah. So yeah. So Bob Taylor was yeah. kidnapped by these same people. And he was obviously under a lot of LSD ketamine and tortured by snakes. And he ended up becoming obsessed with mazes. That's why he was drawn on like all like around like his like wallpaper pretty much. He was obsessed with so mazes. So he wasn't doing anything at the at the bidding of this lady still? He's No. no. Oh, okay. No, because he couldn't remember where he was. Mm-mm. And he read this book called The Invisible Man. And he thought he was kidnapped by that same guy. So what he would do is like he would like play act and reenact those same murders. So that's why he was going to like the value mart and buying kids clothes to like to put on fake mannequins. And that's why he was over at Franklin's and over at the Keller's or the Dover's stealing their like children's clothes. So he could like put them. Tokens of that event happening. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So why does he shoot himself? Yeah. Well, it's under a lot of stress. <laughs> I think that was I think that was also part of his play fantasy that if he ever got caught, he would try to like end it. I think that probably went through like because he I think honestly in his head he thought he was committing these murders. I really do. Yeah, I think he was like at the point of he's if he's not the one doing it, he's gonna be doing it mm-hmm. in some time. He was one messed up dude, and back at the station, like you said, that's a good explanation, Stevie. Was it yeah, okay? Like, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I try. I try. Trying to get through this. There's a lot of lot of exposition in this movie. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, dude. <laughs> a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Yeah. She's in our hands, dude. So, <coughs> so yeah, back at the station, things go very awry. Um, not my favorite part of the movie, but it's well acted that Bob Taylor gets a hold of one of the guns while in custody. <laughs> And ends up offing himself. Yeah, that's bad protocol like they did right there. Everything about that was bad. Yeah, not the best. So, back to the torture chamber. (laughs) Alex, who hasn't said a word in probably an hour, says that they're in the maze. Like, (laughs) yeah. What the hell was that? Anna? Joy? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Long story short, my wife just let out a, a loud cough. <laughs> <laughs> We're both sick. <laughs> so that's who you guys heard. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, it tells them that they're in the maze. And Keller goes back over to the aunt's house for more exposition. Wow, so much exposition in this movie. But Loki being frustrated... And after the cop, pretty after his captain tells him, like, there's no way you're getting promoted now. Sorry. Like, you're going to be stuck here in, you know, bumfuck Pennsylvania for a while. Uh, he, Loki thrashes around his desk and falls upon this photo that reveals that the maze that Bob Taylor was drawing is the exact same design as um, the dead body they found in the church's basement. Yeah, lots of stuff to this. But next, big news, Joy has been found, but no sight of Anna. Oh, nobody gets beyond this point. Don't touch me. Yes, wait a minute. It's okay. Nancy, Grace, you'll find Anna. I know they will. I know they will. I know. How is she? 
Is she awake? Joy, were you far from the street? How far from the street were you, Joy? Joy. You can't be doing this. How long did it take you to get there? Just She's let me ask a question, drunk. please. Tell her. The detective will be back in just a minute. You need to wait. She's been dropped. Joy. Sweetheart. Just let us know she's alive, okay? Can you just nod your head, baby? Just nod your head. Baby. Can you give us a nod? Can you nod your head for us, please? Joy. Pappy, what do you think of these next sequences in the hospital? Because I was thrown such a curveball when I watched this for the first so time. Yeah, because it's really confusing because so one confusing. of the things uh, the daughter, not Hugh Jackman's daughter, the other daughter, says is, you were there. <coughs> and it's like, what? What do you mean, I was there? I thought he was yeah, guarding incriminating him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of throws you for a loop, but... But, but while Wolverine is interrogating this poor little girl <laughs> who's coming down off a serious wake up, acid wake trip, up. <laughs> he does put together that what she means by that is it was uh, Paul Dano's house that he was at. Mm-hmm. And that's where the girls were being kept. I, so he immediately goes there. For like the next eight minutes while I was watching the movie, I kept saying, repeating over and over, I go, it put tape on us. I was like, scrambling to try to figure out what that meant i i don't know if i still ever did but is that a callback to silence of the lambs with like it puts lotion on his skin <laughs> I, I i doubt it but that would be funny like she's a big fan of hannibal lecter because <laughs> you have to remember with these people under so much like lsd and ketamine that they're never going to be able to like identify their captors ever. i just kept i, I was kept trying to see if they saw him do something with tape and why they said it. I, I, I get it now that you're right, the the drugs, but I just kept saying that over and over again. Plus it was kind of that whole scene in the hospital was like awkward because like you want joy to be able to rest, but at the same time you get it from the Keller is making it. Yeah, so but at the same time you get, you get that side too. And actually the, the mom was kind of the one pressing early. It's kind of like a, all, it's all those pills, it man. It's like, yeah, they, Time is of the essence, but at the same time, the girl's like really tripping. It was kind of uncomfortable. That's good writing, too, because like the mom kind of sets the seed, like breaks the ice, like this is what this is the lengths we need to go through. And then like it's up to the man mm-hmm. to like follow through to the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. And here's like where the frustrating part was because it's like obviously it didn't, <laughs> it didn't help things that like. Dover's a little off his rocker at this point, not sleeping, drinking a lot, torturing a poor <laughs> bastard to death. Like, he's obviously not all there. All he had to do was talk to Loki and say, listen, I know we were foe, but now we can be bro. I think I know where my daughter is. <laughs> That's all he had to do. But I think it was like a, um, like, uh, a flip of the coin to him. It was either I go let Alex out right now and maybe get caught, or I try to go save my daughter. I think it was a split decision for him, because he knew he wasn't getting out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't think he saw light at the end of the tunnel, but he got away with this scot-free. Right. And plus, it didn't help that their relationship was so fractured at this point. Can I do the next scene, Stevie? Please. Are you going to talk about the chase? No, well... Are, are, we, are, are we just going to go to the uh, Holly Holly Jones' yeah, house? To the ch- oh, you, you do the chase. Okay, so yeah. So Jake thinks he has it all figured out. He's like, that mother effer. He's going to kill his daughter. And so Jake goes back to the apartments, and he's pretty much looking for Anna at this point. And that's when he stumbles upon just the creepiest screams you can imagine. 
of a poor 10-year-old's mind who's been fried to death. But then we cut back to Holly Jones's house. Josh, what ensues? Well, this is when it's revealed that it's like a Friday the 13th plot and it's the mom the whole time. Mm. And I really wanted mm. to say that line like this whole pod. So thank you for letting me do this scene. Good. But I think the Good. really fr- so what happens here is <laughs> Hugh Jackman comes in the door, is playing coy, and like goes to the counter, and she pulls a gun on him, and it's like that's the Scooby Doo like reveal moment. But <laughs> I was really frustrated because I just wanted him to like tackle her to the ground like as soon as she opened the door. Like yeah, he- he's gone uh-huh. so far in like every moment of his mm-hmm. life, like. He's got a pretty strong hunch here. Like, the gig's up. She's right there. Punch this old lady in the nose <laughs> and find your girl. Like, right so now. So miscalculated, too, because she already knows that Anna got out. Mm. Or not Anna, but Joy got out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, if this guy comes and why he didn't just pull a gun on her, the like, the immediate moment that she turned her back is beyond me. It's like, just, <sighs> that was a frustrating part. But what happens next, Josh? Uh, it puts him in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She makes him drink the stuff. Yeah, she he has to drink the purple Kool Aid, which uh, makes you feel, or that's the ketamine, I guess, as Stevie's saying. It's yeah, the how, drugs. Do, how do we know what zombifies how do you? Know what you? that is? Does she say it? Um, no. Uh, Jake, uh, Detective Loki said that when Bob Taylor got released, he tested positive for LSD and uh, ketamine. Mm-hmm. So there you go. She she drugs him all up, says it's something that her husband had made, and I think what they're saying is the husband is the guy that the yeah. Catholic priest killed in the Catholic basement. Well, that's the priest. Yeah, that's what we that's what we come to realize later in the non-denominational basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like such like a disheartening part too, because uh, they talked about like how it like made you obey and kind of zombified you, and. Holly Jones, there's not one point where she like puts the gun down from him while she's walking him outside. And she's saying some cold blooded oh, stuff. Yeah, she, she's mm-hmm. fucking like, I had mean. your daughter down there before the police started rummaging around. And he, like, after she shoots him in the leg and makes him jump down there. I like how she, and she's like, he I says before she does that, he's like, well, this is the point where you gotta shoot me because I'm not getting in that hole yeah. just from you she asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, you know, I really hope you're alive tomorrow when I dump your daughter's, you know, dead body down there. It's ah. like, jeez. Anna! 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 I had the girls down there. All the police came poking around. Should have left them down there. It's so lonely without Alex. But get in there. What? Get in. You want me to get in there? You're gonna have to shoot me. I'm not gonna get in there just because you asked. It's some dark stuff, and this is kind of like the all is like lost moment. And back at the torture chamber, Chief is like, hey man, you gotta go talk to Holly Jones. Like, tell her, you know, her nephew's gonna be unrecognizable and probably will die tonight but just let you know let her know that we found him and so uh loki gets over to the house pappy how's this go down uh yeah so loki uh, does he knock or does he just come in he he tries the door's, oh, yeah, the door's ajar. ajar the door's he breaks already another ajar. entering yeah 
Yeah, breaks down their end rate. And this, this is, was this the one we said was potentially questionable, probable yeah. cause, Brett? Yeah. He goes in, and then uh, she is shooting up uh, poor little Anna with more ketamine or something. And I think it was a lethal dose. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was something that was going to kill her for sure. Yeah, it was going to kill her. And uh, it's basically kind of another uh, standoff where, again, Jake Hall's trying to to not have to pull his gun. I think that's a really compelling part of his character. Like before with Paul Dano, he, he has a very open shot and could kill this person, but he, they do kind of wait a little bit and it's Sergio Leone style, uh, good, the bad and the ugly showdown. She pulls her gun. Ugla. And uh, I thought he got shot in the face at first, didn't you? Me too. Yeah. yeah. It, it grazed his yeah, head. He got I shot thought in the head for too. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I was like, dude, he got shot in the eye again, like in Nocturnal Animals. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful hair, so yeah. beautiful. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> so beautiful. Luckily, he's able to snipe down the old woman from Mandy faster than she was him, and that's the end of that. <laughs> the old. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like still saying some fucked up stuff. She's like, you're gonna have oh. to put me in the incinerator because I'm not she's gonna saying, go sure in to the ground Andy, or something. I don't want to be put she's in like, a box or something like that. Yeah. And at this point, her killing the kid is like kind of moot and just like a spite move. And like her big mistake here is that she thought Hall had it like figured out. And he was just, he was literally just coming to give her like his, reg- his regards yeah. and tell her what was happening. And she, you know, she, she would have been fine and been able to kill both Hugh Jackman and his daughter if she just what? let it be. I don't her think whole- she expected him to be there. Her whole. Her That's whole motivation is so stupid. I don't understand. Like, she's trying to get people to not believe in God anymore. Correct. Just because she believes so hard, they used to Jesus travel around the country. Jesus with the evolution feet on it. If that's what you want to do, I mean, why <laughs> read a Carl Sagan <laughs> book or something? I don't know. Like, it doesn't make she's, any sense. Like, she's psychotic, man. <laughs> yeah, because her and her husband used to travel around and hand out pamphlets. Yeah, I guess. And then when their son died of cancer, they were like, screw this. We're going to start kidnapping and killing children. It's an interesting motivation for a character. But yeah, she she gets shot dead, and that's kind of the end of it. Well, almost. Yeah, well, that's when I think like one of the most beautiful parts of the movie comes. It's like he's having blood in his eye as he's driving yeah, 100 was, miles an hour trying to get to the hospital while it's sleeting out and there's traffic everywhere. So beautifully yeah, shot. Amazing. Have you guys all had a panic moment like that? Probably not from blood, but like weather's getting bad and you're going fast and it's nighttime and it's blurry and you're just like, ah! Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I make my worst. wife drive. That's my daily drive to <laughs> and South from Bend, work. Indiana. It's blood, horrible. Blood included. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm always on edge. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jake is driving Anna to the hospital and saves the day. And... That's when you just kind of realize like how disconnected like Jake tries to stay away from people because all these people are like trying to congratulate him like he sees Anna and you know Keller's wife is like trying to like say thank you and this that and the other and he's so stoic. Yeah, I think he's pretty jacked up quiet. though a little bit. That's what I, I felt yeah, you that think way. So? I could be wrong though. I, I agree with you. He was he was just shot in the face. Yeah, he I think was. He's probably on some pain meds and <laughs> hasn't pretty, slept pretty in a while. Yeah, he's probably he's probably pissed that Hugh Jackman figured it out before he did. <laughs> well, and they didn't <laughs> they didn't know though at the time though, right? He's been blinking for like six days straight. It gets rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with Brett though. He didn't. They, yeah, no one didn't, knew where Hugh Jackman just, was. They thought that Hugh Jackman just took off. They had to have found his truck back mm-hmm. there, right? 
Well, they luckily they explained it when I, I said to Brittany, I was like, it's been days and they haven't ripped that property to shreds, but then they kind of show it. I still don't like how they're digging little parts. They should canvas the whole place before they start digging holes, but whatever. That lady had proven that she's like good at battling forensics. Like she took his truck away and they make a point of showing that. But further than that, they like rip apart the Winnebago or whatever you call it, the trailer RV. Not one. Yeah, yeah, she, that's true. she left no trace in there. Like she How about move. And they the also, car. they also um, <laughs> investigated, like they put the forensic team in Alex Jones's house and they found, and she, uh, they found nothing. Move the car. <laughs> they found nothing but a bunch of gay frogs and chemtrails in Alex Jones's house. <laughs> oh, God. Tin so, yeah, hats everywhere. This is the end of the movie where, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to the CSIT and they're like, this is going to take weeks to excavate. You know, it said in the paper they still haven't found Keller. And um, they're just saying, you know, we just found a bunch of dead snakes, which comes back to the whole Bob Taylor thing. Like, he was probably tortured by snakes. Like a lot, and that's why he was doing the same thing with his play acting. And Jake Gyllenhaal is just kind of standing around, chilling, and he hears a faint whistle, Titanic whistle. And he turns around and <laughs> shakes it off, and he hears another faint whistle, and he's like, "No way!" And then we hear a third whistle, and he turns around, and that's when it cuts. I think they found Keller. Yes, I I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. too good of a detective not exactly. to find Exactly, and people yeah. online were saying it ends with ambiguity, but... No, they fi- they found him. I agree. I felt it was somewhat am- am- ambiguous, but then, like, the longer I thought about it and I was reading about it, that I think it's a lot less ambiguous than... I, I mean, I, I think... like like He's, like, looking in the same direction right. as the car. Mm-hmm. This whistle sure. has come I, I up, think... like, six times throughout the tale, like... Dude, the, the little, there's a little bit of like awesome acting right there. Like after the second whistle, I think he like has completely convinced himself he he's hearing things, and he like his head turns. Man, he's so he's so amazing. The, his, her mom even says in the hospital, like he, like Anna was like adamant that they found her whistle. Mm-hmm. So like he's kind of he has that in the back of his mind that like no no, no like. There was a whistle. Which I here. love that too, because it's set up at the beginning of the film, like Josh was saying, it comes up over and over again that Hugh Jackman tried to give his little ten year old girl this like, you know, I don't know what you call it, rape whistle, abduction whistle, whatever. Like a little mm-hmm. and like everyone kind of at the party It ends up saving well, yeah, it. it saves him, but it doesn't save her. You know what I mean? Despite all of his doomsday yeah. prepping and his bunker building and everything, even though he gave her the whistle, she still got kidnapped and he was kind of, you know, unable to help her in that way. You all done for the night? Yeah, the ground's frozen solid. It's it's gonna take weeks to excavate the entire property. Just found some dead snakes and shit. Pray for the best, prepare for the worst, yeah.
Uh, yeah, and that is all of uh, all of this movie. Are you guys pumped for trivia? I, I have one quick question. Did, did they, did they ever explain how um, Joy actually got out? I'm kind of confused about that. I imagine that when they she was going to give... Um, well, was it, was it when she was moving them? It, no, the way I look at it was um, she was probably like wearing off. Like the LSD and ketamine was probably wearing off. Mm-hmm. And Joy was trying to lead Anna out. And that's why like Joy got out and Anna didn't because she was like second behind. And that's when Holly grabbed her. Was it Holly or that's was it one of I the could... guys that grabbed her? No, it, it was, was Holly. Okay. It looked like a guy. I thought guys? it was a guy, but there's no guys. I mean. There's no guys. It's just one lady. I'm not sure. Well, isn't, um, well, that's not true because Paul Dano is like, actually is complicit in this in a way. But he's locked up at that point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, dude, he's dead. Which, yeah, at the end of the movie, we find no, he's out not dead. he was actually a guy. A kid. He's not dead. Well, he gets reunited know, but, with his family. Well, yeah, reunited maybe, but he's not going to do a lot of talking or walking or really much of anything. He's kind of done. Oh, yeah. He, he was buried. What do you mean? He's just been boiled mm-hmm. a bit. <laughs> he's just been boiled alive and beaten to a pulp. He's good. Throw some. Throw a bandaid on it. He'll learn to trust again. <laughs> I don't think it could be boiling. I don't think. I mean, are you being like. Facetious and like with the boiling, I mean, it's definitely think, burning, dude. There was smoke coming out of that was, place. He was burning. Was steam. <laughs> go, go, it's turn your smoke. shower on. Okay, go put your hand under hot water and tell me if it burns or not, and then <laughs> and then have we'll it poured on you by Hugh Jackman. And you have a broken burning jaw. And boiling or di- I'm just trying to say, burning and boiling are different. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Yes, but his skin's not melted off, probably. And he smiled way too much when he was like, we control the temperature here. Like <laughs> That Seinfeld episode where Kramer turns into like a chicken is all burnt and shit. That's exactly what Paul Dana looks like. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, very, very true. So you guys ready for yes or no's? Cooking in the shower. See See. All right. well, we, yeah. Let's go from Weesis to Esis again. Pap, let's start with you. Yes, I think as we talked about, it's a very complex and long piece of art. Um, it's not exactly an uplifting movie, uh, but a lot of great directors will have a movie like this that's kind of you know more dour, more depressing, uh, true crime oriented, and and I, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, DV's in the four movie club and become king of spoilers. He's he's one of the most exciting filmmakers alive today. Hard, yes, you should see this in all of his movies. Solid. Uh, this is, like, the biggest yes I think I'll give in spoilers uh, for me. Um, I love this movie, and I know it's really long. It's two and a half hours long, but it goes by really quick, and every scene adds something, so that's why it doesn't feel like you're wasting time watching any part of this mm-hmm. movie. Um, but we kind of glossed over, like, uh, Jackman and Gyllenhaal kind of like parallel each other with like Jack or Jackman is wearing uh, a cross and then Gyllenhaal has like a tattoo of a cross on his hand and Freemason <laughs> I don't know I just thought it was like interesting how like uh, Jackman still has faith in religion and stuff and he's like pushed to the absolute extreme and Gyllenhaal has mm-hmm. he's been abused in church or, or so we think and uh, he he's just kind of like a uh, he's just kind of above it all. He like knows 
that he's a realist. He doesn't really see uh, religion as like something that that will work in his line of work. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. But uh, I mm-hmm. think nice. this movie does what Nocturnal Animals is trying to do later on. I think this is the real uh, family horror movie. Um, it just it's just so dark, but it ends up having a happy ending. I, I don't know. I just love this movie so much. It's shot really well. It's super kind of creepy. I love it. So, super hard yes. Super. Actually, let's go over to Brett. Uh, I'm going to try to say a bunch of stuff real quick. Uh, One thing, first of all, this movie is like a raging yes for me. Just get that out of the way right now. Uh, this movie did something I don't really like that movies do. Early on in the movie, they make it like a lose-lose situation. So I feel like they did that with, with Hugh Jackman's... When he kidnapped Paul Dano, I immediately just mm-hmm. felt like really down and uh, had a lot of anxiety. It's like no matter what outcome happens, I feel like it's going to be like a big loss. So that it was done mm-hmm. really well. I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's like... The girl, either the girls are dead or he, they're all going to go to prison for 15, 20, 25 years or... Yeah. So it, they raise the stakes really early and that... But it ended up being awesome. Jake... I, I, I have not seen enough Jake Gyllenhaal movies. He is, like, unbelievable. Uh, I mean, Paul Dano's amazing. Uh, I thought Hugh Jackman was really great. I always forget that he's Australian and he's got, like, a really good American accent. Uh, mm-hmm. Viola Davis is awesome. Terrence Howard was awesome. This movie was just if I, I told Brittany though, like if if you didn't find Hugh Jackman at the end, I was gonna like knock it down a half star. <laughs> but the, the little Titanic whistle at the end was unbelievable. Oh, Titanic whistle, unbelievable. Yes. Cue the music. So uh, <laughs> I, this, I actually on letter I give this five stars on Letterbox. So that's it's a yes, big time. Paul Dano, Three Movie Solid. Club, uh, Jackman at least two, two Jackman two, yeah, just three for Dano, uh, Swiss Army Man, uh, Okja, which Jake Gyllenhaal is also in Three Movie Club. He's in, it's four yeah, things. We also he's did lyrics, oh, whatever that's called. Love, and, Love and Mercy. Wow. Gyllenhaal's got yeah, Love and Mercy. Gotta be up there too, right? Gyllenhaal's gotta have like five. Yeah. Okja, Nocturnal Animals. He's up there this. too. Four. Dying Darka. Yeah. Darko. Enemy? Five. Enemy. Damn. Yeah. New King of Spoilers. Damn, Jay. Get it. Jordan, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I agree with everything that's been said. Uh, you guys all nailed it. I mean, I don't have too much more to add. I think it's really well acted. The direction is awesome. I love my boy, Denny. Uh, Stevie, I'm really happy you picked this movie. <laughs> Definite, hard, yes. hard raging yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pre-cum, yes. And Josh, I, I kept you for <laughs> no, last. No, not November, yes. I, did, I, I didn't know which way you'd sit about this movie because, like, you have children, and I can't imagine like that sense of like losing a child feels. So I didn't know if you'd give this a yes or no. So I left you for last. So what do you think? I think I'm prepared for that happening now a little tiny bit more like i need to start getting some batteries for my backup generators now for sure but this movie is just so well written and acted it's a yes for me even though it is i mean we call it dour but when you look at the movie from front to back everyone 
that we love ends up alive and that's kind mm-hmm. of a big win um so it ends kind of happy like especially that the kids are alive and Hugh Jackman will be going to jail for what he deserves to go to jail for but <laughs> I have a couple I have two problems with this movie even though it's a big yes for me one is that I think what nocturnal animals did do better than this was when they went to the weird place they went there and stayed there and dwelled in it where this one kind of dabbled in it with the snakes and it didn't really work for me yeah plus i think jake gyllenhaal works more with as like the vulnerable character like he's the sheriff in this one whereas michael shannon's the sheriff character in the other one um either way jack jake gyllenhaal is amazing and my other problem is that hugh jackman's like eccentricism and torturing kind of is vindicated in the end um Mm -hmm. he figures it out and like he gets there and it's kind of all because he's been going vigilante and i don't love that message but anyway it's a solid yes and guys the more jake gyllenhaal we do yep is he like the he's like the best actor we got in our generation. I th- Dude, I, I was thinking that the whole episode. He's my favorite actor. <laughs> we haven't He's even gotten to Nightcrawler yet. <laughs> Bro. Do Nightcrawler Who would you, who would you have above him? <laughs> Back Mountain. I mean, I'm a I'm a really big Christian Bale fan. Um, he was I mean, supposed I'm, to be in this. I, I, Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale were supposed to be in this. And Leo there's, DiCaprio. There's some young too. British actors that I think are really good, but but again, I'm I'm kind of newer to Jalen Hall. I think he's amazing. I, I'm just a huge Christian Bale fan, but Jalen Hall's amazing the too. The thing is, so. Jalen Hall is like ten years younger than seven Christian years. Bale, but yeah, and has won like nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he will biggest travesty in Hollywood. He's gonna get that Leo DiCaprio award. He's gonna get the award for not his best movie. Unfortunately, it's just gonna be an accumulation. If I were him, I just want. I would never want an award now. Like fuck it. Yeah. Sorry for cursing, but like screw them. He's earned Jake, it multiple times. Jake Gyllenhaal will have to be in Black Panther two to win an Oscar, probably. <laughs> Jeez, it's gonna be in Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm pumped cool. for that. He's yeah. got to get in the MCU universe somehow. He is, yeah. He's a bad yeah. guy. Oh, no. He's going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah. Wait, he is? Yeah, he's, he's a, a villain. Mysterio. He's a villain yeah. in the new Spider-Man. Oh, oh man. I love Spider-Man oh. so much. <laughs> Spider-Man. Stevie, you're up. Okay. Yeah, so this is down to me. Um, I know this is going to sound really weird, but I've seen this movie so many times, and I absolutely love this movie. It's so well written. And the thing that I just found fascinating while watching behind the scenes it was just the acting is so brilliant because if you watch the behind the scenes Denny like lets these guys go he kind of gives them a position and obviously they know the script and he kind of just gives them a vague of like kind of go for this or here's what we're going to look for in this and the a- actors just get after it and how quickly they can flip their switches and go back to just being normal people and you know talking on set and getting coming up with ideas with each other is really just fascinating to watch so Hard, yes. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is an incredible actor. I hope he never stops making movies. So, yes, hard, I thought hard, you were going to yes. say, this is going to sound really weird, but I'm going to have to give this a no, guys. <laughs> no, no. It's the hardest no. I know, it's a dark movie, but this is one of my favorite movies. I can, I've can i seen this movie a lot. I can't believe you put yourself through so, that, man. Yeah. This is a drudge. 
I know, but it's very well. It's a good movie, though. I like watching. Is good that movies. behind the stuff scenes just on uh, YouTube? Yeah, just look it up there. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna buy the Blu-ray to this. Hopefully, I can find more. But I just found most of it on YouTube. Sweet. So. Oh, check that out. Y'all ready for some trivia? Yeah, yeah. ready for this. Mm. All right, for my detectives. Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie, Detective Loki, said everything matters. So, computers down, pencils down. Actually, take your pencils out if you need to do some math. If you take the single digits of Holly Holly Jones' address, what does it add up to? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Wow. It's in a it's in a big frame and it's impossible to miss before he walks into the home trying to find Anna. How many digits is it? Will you give us that? Even? I won't tell no. you. Yeah, okay. I like it not. Uh, what's the order? Uh, so who, what I'm, is I'm the order? You guys are I'm, better I'm, at this I'm, than I am. I'm is first. it closest to? Yeah, it's that... closest to. You can go over closest to. Just adding every digit, right? You're adding every digit. Okay. Yes. Brett, Mikey. I think so. Right. Okay, Brett, Mikey. Uh, then me. Then Happy. Josh did the Matrix and Jordan's on the... Josh and Jordan. Point okay. break. Point break. <laughs> uh. Brett, Mikey, Pappy, Josh, Jordan. A good point break. Okay, Brett, what's up? Man, I have no idea. I have some, I have some crazy number in my head, so I'm going to go with... You said just add, right? Yeah, just add. 10. Okay. Mm. 10. I was going to say 9. 9. 6. 6. Oh, boy. I'm going to try to put Jordan in a tougher spot. So I'm going to say 17. Nice. Taking all the big numbers. <gasps> or Jordan can pick a nook. One. Her address is zero 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's fifteen. <gasps> Her address, not knowing street, was sixteen thirty four. Adding up to a grand total 14? of fourteen. Jordan, you are the yeah. winner. Oh, was that not a great trivia, boys? That was a long oh, conspiracy. Yeah. So, so does that mean it's going to be a couple months before we do our next pod? Or? <laughs> Probably. Hmm. <laughs> Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Spoiler Man? Dude, Spoiler I, man? I have it on my list. <laughs> before Jordan gives us our next Jake Gyllenhaal movie, let's kick it over Please. to Spoiler Man. Deep into Spoiler Man. Spoiler Man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507. That's 903-SPOIL-07. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, 
Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Thank you to the band Go Hawaii for the music. Send us your music at any of the above. Check out the link to their Spotify in the episode description. Jordan, Jake Gyllenhaal's first movie, City Slickers. Jordan, if you're having trouble picking something, pick 1954 Godzilla. <laughs> Happy's going to do that. <laughs> City Slickers, that's his first movie? I don't think I've ever seen that. I think so. Oh, that's, those are, both of those are good movies. Happy, <clears throat> don't bring it back yet. I've got a list in like four different spots. Or Jordan, Stevie, didn't, Stevie didn't you promise your lady friend that you'd do a movie and you did Point Break so don't you have a movie ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's supposed Brad. to be a movie we'd already done. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody else chose it. I think Josh chose it. Was it what? Point Break 3? No. Oh, this is... Fuck this list. This is... No. A, okay. It was, it was The Breakfast Club. Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio, Morgan Freeman, Christian Bale, De Niro, Anthony Hopkins, Denzel, Kevin... Sp- Kevin Spacey, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., Gary Oldman, top 10 today. Screw that website. If Jake Gyllenhaal is not there, it makes no sense. I need more like, like a you. power rankings, like college football playoff poll. Like, who's hot now? That's what I want to see. Like, <laughs> what have you done for me lately? My three favorite actors that... are Cumberbatch, Hardy, and James McAvoy, but like young actors. But I love Bale, and I love Gyllenhaal now, good. man. Is that something that spoilers could do? We could start doing a power uh, actress power rankings playoff. I love, I love Jude. Jude. I love Jude Law too. That'd be a nice little niche. To Jude fill. is good, bro. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Sleuth with him and Michael Caine? No, that sounds good. No. Yeah, it's good. Watch Michael Sleuth. Kine. Michael Caine. That was pretty good. That's a pretty good Cockney. <laughs> is he an Eastender? He, I, I don't know. I, I know he speaks Cockney. That's oh, good that's for definition him. of Cockney. So yeah, Eastender, awesome. Jordan, is yeah. there a, is I want to go to bed. P- point yeah. break. <laughs> <laughs> pick Surf Ninjas and we'll get over with it. Come if on. you pick Swayze, you can't lose with Swayze. So <laughs> if you Prince don't pick Surf Ninjas, I'm gonna be angry at this. Oh, point. I found that movie. Okay, yep. <laughs> I'm good. We're back, and we're back. Next host, Joe. Uh, next host, Jordan is picking. <laughs> you okay there, Stevie? <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. I'm sweating my bowels off. Come on, get down with That's the good stairs. writing because at the beginning of the pod, Steve was coughing, and now towards the end of the pod, he's coughing. Seven <laughs> payoffs. It's, it's like, like poetry. Continue. It rhymes. Stupefy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for our next podcast, we're gonna we're gonna go back a few years to uh, Josh and Brett's time, 1976. We're gonna watch uh, Carrie. Oh, spooky Ooh, spoilers! Ooh. Spooky spoilers is <laughs> John over. Travolta. Get ready for some. Get ready for some full frontal six seconds in the movie. This is a Kirsten pick. <laughs> nice. Is, is Kirsten going to be? I've on never it? seen this. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Jordan's oh made that God. decision already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, <coughs> hope you guys enjoyed me. Listening. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening me cough my way deliriously through this pod. Good effort, and, Stevie. Uh, come back next week to listen to Carrie. Thank you all. This was spoilers. We're all gonna laugh at you. I thought that was a really funny joke because of how violent.
Two passion, passion two Christ. Revenge of the Jesus. I'll, I'll send that to you guys. It's really funny. But uh, what's up with Gladiator 2? He died. Makes no sense. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Lucius. Is gonna be like the main focus. Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be wizarding people. <laughs> Ridley Scott's been making shitty sequels for a long time now. It's not Ridley Scott. Covenant though. was pretty solid, Pappy. Huh? What was? Covenant was pretty solid. I hate Covenant. Me and Jordan liked it. We gave it yeses. It's what? not Ridley. It's not Ridley though. Alien Covenant. Yes. Yeah. Boss Baby Covenant. Boss Dude, Baby Covenant. Yes. Yeah, the you Covenant did. Covenant of the Boss Baby. <laughs> no, man, it's way too long. <laughs> uh, what's the up? Prisoners on IMDb. Oh, it is Ridley Scott, but the screenwriter is Peter Craig, who did Top Gun Maverick. What the heck is that? It's the new Top, Top Gun, Gun movie. So Miles Teller playing the. The tormented son of dead pilot Goose. Oh. Goose. Scary thing uh, is Tom Cruise is probably the most gonna be the most jacked person in that movie. <sighs> yeah. His body just looks weird. It's like it wants to start failing on him, but he refuses to let it. So it's at that weird stage of muscle, but you can tell where it's going. Uh, Stevie <laughs> Stevie's not gonna like this new gladiator. It's the same guy who wrote The Town. The Town oh. was just a knockoff of Heat in Boston. I've never seen it. He also did 12 Strong and The Hunger Games Mockingjay. Oh, Josh, he's on. 12 Strong. What was Chris Hemsworth. Uh, we bought that for my father-in-law for uh, his birthday, Father's Day, and he loved it. So yeah. he's a military guy. Yeah. Too much toxic masculinity. <laughs> like there is such a thing. There's never so enough. Does. What's up, Mikey? Nope. Mikey, are you with Josh? No. Um, so he hasn't touched. Hi, Josh. George? Gone. Josh? Are the kids in bed? Why'd you change the Godzilla picture? What? what? Why'd you change the Godzilla picture? Uh... There's That's like the most classic of all profile pictures. There's a story behind it. Well, you I might got, as well uh, tell now. It's on the hijack. Yeah. Well, it's not that. That's not that dramatic. But I had a friend who listed me, like an ex coworker, who listed me as a job reference, and they sent everything to that email instead of my email. Mm. So I thought he'd have a better chance getting the job if his good reference was coming from someone without a Godzilla <laughs> dunking a basketball <laughs> avatar. This man should be taken very seriously. He's so good at dunking basketballs and destroying Tokyo. <laughs> Terrible I do still love Godzilla and uh, I'll probably change it back because I do love Godzilla and basketball. That's a relief. Yeah. Oh, good. I have a normal photo. All right. Check. I'm Brigsby Bear, right? You're all Brigsby Bear. Okay. Yeah, you're still Brigsby. Brett, were you on the Brigsby episode? No. Oh. What am I? Have I seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> that, was in, like that was during Spoilers Dark Times. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? That's just, move, that's just 
Let's just move on. Now I'm curious. Was it because Brigsby Bear's dark and everyone else thinks it's a happy-go-lucky tale? Or Yeah, pretty much. No. Josh said I had a naive look on the movie. Pompous asshole. And over life in general. Be fair. God. <laughs> Stevie, you had a very naive viewing of this movie. It's exactly what you said. I wanted to punch you in the jaw through my screen. <laughs> a pretentious thing to say. There's only really one dark times of spoilers, and it's higher, and it's bad, and it's ugly. <laughs> ugly. <laughs> There's several dark times. What are you talking about? There's lots of dark Passion, times. Nothing is dark as that. It. No, time bandits is a bright, <laughs> the bright shining star. <laughs> <sighs> what year did this? Okay. Fuck is Nick Mullins. He's a starter. Yeah, he's uh, taking over for C.J. Beathard because he got hurt. <coughs> Who's C.J. Beathard? A guy who roasted the Packers when he played him. He's kind of a nobody, but he's all right. Oh, you're talking NFL? Yeah, we're, I'm uh, guessing uh, Joe and I are both watching the same thing. <coughs> yeah, these two one and seven teams. <laughs> uh, be fair, one of them's one and six. Oh. Oh, man. I'm ready whenever y'all's are. Might say they're prisoners to other teams. Oh! Okay. Yeah. Trying to bring it back to the movie. Oh! Yuck. That was good. Why don't you turn your football off for a little bit? I watch relax. it. I watch it on Spoilers. Mute every Thursday night when I'm in bed. You guys force have- me into my bedroom. <laughs> I didn't have the TV on until Josh's. 15 minutes late, so. Three minutes late. Mm. <laughs> we get to no, go? No nut, no nut November. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, man. Not getting as much sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you guys have already had a huge jack man today. Yeah. Hey, right after work. It was no, go time. <laughs> <laughs> Put the kids to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Put future kids into a rag, I'd imagine. That was dark. That's too far, Brett. This is prisoners. (laughs) 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 One sec. Being in a hole underneath a car with a shot out broken leg is like being a discarded sperm yeah that's what this movie is all about this is spoilers that and catholic guilt (laughs) you think this movie is about catholic guilt no (laughs) oh there's some catholic guilt i want to know about the catholic guilt i want to know if we can drum some up i mean this movie is literally about waging a war against god so yeah (laughs) Let's what do are you it. talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I talking about? It's waging a war against God. Said yeah, explicitly twice. They said it explicitly many times. Mm-hmm. Did they not say waging a war on God, Brett? Like, what are you arguing? This movie's like, about good and good versus evil. Yeah. I don't can even get, know. What, can we get going? Yeah, but this isn't going to die. Yeah, this is going to come right out of the gates. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't throw it to me because I. After I this don't is know. spoilers, we're going straight to Brett. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. I take it. I am on it. lots I, of medication, Brett. 
Let's do this. <laughs> <sighs> if he says it, then he says it. I, I, I guess I remember it. <laughs> the lady says it. The crazy lady? Yeah. <coughs> Uh-oh. Sample yeah, at the end, right? Hold on a second. Hold yeah. on, I have to quit. I have to quit Audio City real quick. Uh, <coughs> City. The audacity! Shout out Derek Rose, fifty points last night game. Or, uh, I never knew he didn't high. score fifty for the Bulls. I know that was. Surprising I thought he like well. at least scored a hundred. Yeah, he just scored forty-eight every single night. Insane like to me. That's good for him. His though. MVP like runs were just ugh. His interview afterwards was awesome. He's like, "Man, I worked my ass off to get back here." <laughs> Derrick Rose with dreads is greater than bald Derrick Rose all day. Good for him. Always rooting Pappy's, for Derrick. Pappy's still a boot. Pappy, are you here? Pap. Oh, God. Oh, God. We lost Pap. The lady got Pap. Vince finally murdered Pappy. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's on mute. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, he's on mute. I didn't mute him. Looks like he muted himself. I didn't mean to. I didn't try to. That was weird. Yeah, right. Uh, The old self mute. No, I was trying to yell at Brett for five minutes. (laughs) thought he was a ghost i i I remember it now i thought you guys were just still kicking it to you brett the rock's coming be prepared to shoot a three space bar mutia what what i was trying to say is brett are your microphone levels okay this time yeah, we'll Jordan pressed spacebar, and his spacebar shortcut was hang up. Let me check. Well, it, Hello? Sounds like it, it sounds test. like you have all this extra time before people get test, on. It's test. like you're making much use of it. You could test, be testing test. your microphone. Test, bitching. test. Can you hear me? Test. Solid. No, you got to yeah. test on your end. Someone right? add Jordan. I am testing, dude. It looks good. Brett, right, be excited for tonight. This is going to be a fun episode. I am. I'm getting attacked. No, I'm kicking the rock to everybody tonight. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, I had a Jordan. Okay. I think. I think. I'm gonna have Jordan I'm gonna have watery diarrhea in the next twenty yeah, minutes. Exactly. So we should gonna be awesome. Everyone's connected. <laughs> yeah, I tried to space bar and it just hung up. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the equivalent of having four glasses bar. of milk right now. I'm ready to go. That's weird. Delete system thirty two mutes you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Pappy. <laughs> Mikey? Oh, are we ready? All of us? I think we're ready, ready. Oh, my yeah. tummy. <laughs> Too much <laughs> milk. Alright, stand by. Oh, not yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Steve, you have a spoiler? <sighs> yeah, my ass is about to have volcanic diarrhea come out of it. <laughs> Too much milk? No, I'm sick, Brett. Ah, I've been fighting this to get here. I've been fighting this since Monday. Your effort. I'm a man, Brett. I'm 40. I'm 40. I'm a man. No, you're not. Come after me. Come after me. It's right. Yeah. I can right. do it. I think I might Stand just record by. from the bathroom tonight. We'll see. <laughs> 
Three, I'm in two, so much pain. One, go. Can we restart? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Stop talking about your ass. I can't. Go. I have so many questions about it. After the pod. All right. <coughs> Good to go now. Yep. Stand by. Three, two, one, go.